Hey everyone, welcome to the We Talk Nerd Podcast. I am Andrew. And I'm Rob. We are missing our host, Brandon, but it's okay. It's okay, everything's fine. We will talk about video games, we'll talk about some comics, I believe, Rob? Uh, have we called the police to find out if he's okay? Uh, we have not, but I got pinged from him earlier in Discord, and he says, I can't make it, so I guess we're okay. That's good, now. I guess we don't have to involve law officials just yet just yet so i like to start out because as always the best game ever and the release of the best game ever is destiny 2 right we should start with that is that what you played last week (laughs) oh no i I just wanted to make sure that your notes in here destiny sucks doesn't actually get through but okay that's fine um no destiny 2 i want to talk about destiny 2 because warmind did come out and i played a lot of it actually so oh, I'm yeah? happy about it, yeah. Well, uh, tell the, me some more. The storyline, the main storyline, if you can compare it to the first DLC, which or first expansion of uh, Curse of Osiris, I believe, in general, it is better. It is shorter, but it is better in in its in its storytelling. Um, there was an introduction to a new a new character, Anna Bray, and you you go to know her a bit more uh it's it's a better it's a better understanding of a character than osiris was in the previous um, one because he was sort of there but not there and then at the very end he showed up spoilers i guess but it wasn't it wasn't very there was not was not a lot of connection between that character whereas this character feel more of a connection to well that's interesting because i really felt like osiris was an okay character i mean not really that important overall to the story but you know you had the little campaign area and he was fine for that and afterwards he kind of just i guess he he was there like you could go and talk to him like after you did the after you did the story but um no you can't he's just not there oh that's i mean but you're you're in mercury and you're talking to the other guy in the tower and yeah his brother vance his follower and you got a little bit a little bit i guess of that storyline still kind of persisting but overall the the main feature, so to speak, of the previous release was Mercury and, you know, the new raid layer, right? So That's right. Yeah. Those were really the main features. And, yeah, your storyline was there with Osiris, but not not a not something that persisted week to week. I mean, you'd be like, hey, Osiris is cool. And then two hours later, you'd be like, well, now, now we're on to other things. <laughs> we're on to other things. And that's exactly how I felt about the first DLC is I did it. Now we're on to other things, and all I ha- all I really had to do for the for that DLC was complete it with all three characters, get it to the max light I needed to, and then do my raid stuff, do my do my milestones, get my gear, and I'm set. This time around, with the new season coming out, uh, not coming out, but is here season three, and Warmind, which is the new one. Uh, there's some really big changes. Number one being that the power level has increased to 385. That's a so, pretty big jump, right? Because what, what was it, 335? 335. That's so they right. jumped it 50. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should talk about the things I do know, and then you can kind of help <laughs> fill in. I like that. The other things. So maybe, okay, so as a guy who, who bought Destiny 2, thought it was good, but you know, just didn't really stick around. Um, you know, hearing about Warmind and, and everything else that it introduces, um, some of the things that would maybe interest me is I have a lot of affinity for the Warmind from uh, the Dark uh, Below expansion from one with uh, mm-hmm. Rasputin. That's it. So, yep. um, so I'm assuming this kind of revolves around Rasputin or, or maybe one like him. Absolutely, it does. You just know everything. You just know it, right? Yeah. So, about without, without without actually downloading it or playing it, it is it is around Rasputin. Yeah, save Warm twenty mind. bucks. I'm done. <laughs> I already beat the expansion. I didn't even have to. You have to get it. There's a little bit more storyline between Anna Bray and Rasputin, and how he helps. Uh, well, I guess this more of a little, little spoiler. He helps us. Rasputin helps us. Well, he um, was always kind of helpful, right? Or did he? He would. I can never tell like whose fault it was that a bunch of hive would show up in his lair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was him doing that to us or if that was just like, hey, they, they found this war mine, we got to protect them. I thought that was how the storyline went. The war mine in general is, is, is a, it's a weapon used, um, well, not used, but it is now just an AI, like almost a rogue AI. And we don't know how, what he, what he does or how it works, right? And this, and this is a story for, for war mind. But 
we know that progressing through the story, he's involved. What, um, how, how is he involved? What has Anna involved in this? And then leads to, for of course, a, a bigger picture of what's happening on Mars. Like what is ha- what's happening with this hive on Mars, and in, how is Rasputin, of course, in all of this? I don't want to spoil too much, but it's a good story. It's a short story. It's not. I, I can say you can get through the story for a character. I got it through in two hours, two and a yeah, half that's, hours. That's about what the last one was too. I mean, the Infinite Forest kind of elongated that playthrough, but I would say I, I'm hopeful that this new one that two hours is actually two hours of fun because it is, it is. the the mercury one um with osiris was probably like an hour of fun and an hour of just kind of grinding your way through the infinite forest yeah that's what it felt like for me um for the infinite, infinite forest um it was you 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 went through the infinite forest and then you met some things that you can you can actually just run through them go to the next gate and then you meet the boss which was uh, which is actually what was a lot of fun um, but in this one, it is action all the time, introduced to new weapons, new new um, new enemies, like mm. enemies you've never seen before. So when we talked about the hive last last week or week two weeks ago, um, when I described the the new frozen hive, I didn't see. I only saw a couple of archetypes of enemies, but mm-hmm. I can tell you right now there are different archetypes of hive now. Which oh, is cool. so so this yeah. isn't just a reskin night reskinned it is not uh, yeah wow okay well that's that's surprising because it felt very rinse and repeat when they said hey there's the frozen hive i thought okay well here we are with our like taken version of the hive you know just kind of redone so Mm -hmm. you know it's good that they're bringing more diversity to it because when you're shooting your one millionth you know thrall yeah yeah (laughs) you know how are you supposed to find the same excitement there um, one thing, so as as also as a casual, you know, dirty casual, um, another thing that seemed very interesting to me was um, that they were retooling the exotics in a more meaningful way. And it seems like it's not so much even like they just gave them different stats, but these things mechanically are, are different. Is Can you shed any light on some of that? Absolutely. I've been watching a couple of different ones, and, of course, I only can, I can't, there's something about having, you know, either your hands on the keyboard and mouse and feeling the gun, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, seeing the gun and how it it performs. Like, for instance, the sunshot, I can see that it's doing more damage and the bigger, has bigger explosions on impact, but it's just something different about, okay, I, I know it feels a lot different. Uh, for me, I I only touch the Warcliff coil. That's basically okay. my go my go to for PVE stuff because all I have to do is shoot one th- one round and everything dies in front of me. Um, that's what I use to get through the the storyline pretty quick. Okay, and that feels a little different. It sounds they they change the sound of it. It feels a little different. I'm not sure if it it has just more impact on on the hits, but I noticed that it it was killing. Like everything on on the screen, uh, rather than like kind of a focus. It was more. It seemed like it was more focused last time. Now it's spread out. I mean, and just kills everything. Um, I'm not sure. If, I have to read up on. I think I have. I have the patch notes here about different. Uh, all the different exotic power weapons. I don't want to read okay. them, but I can tell you, like Darcy's changed. I mean, Tractor Cannon has definitely changed. Yeah, I, um, I saw a video on Tractor Cannon where people were just like melting bosses uh, with what the tractor cannon's capable of doing now. Right. And that was one that people said, oh, you got tractor cannon, like, LOL. Like, you, you lost, you know? Yeah, here's here's the notes. Weapon damage now makes targets more susceptible to void damage, plus 50% for 10 seconds. It's a debuff. It's a debuff. So you debuff yeah. him, and now you just Nova Bomb him, and that takes, probably kills him. So that's that. Um, when I was reading for Warcliffe Quill, the only notes for Warcliffe Quill is they fixed the issue with uh, unlimited ammo. So there really wasn't, wasn't change, but it maybe just sounds different, and that changed my perspective. I don't know what it was, but it still acts the same. Still a really good gun. There are different um, exotic changes. Uh, I don't want to go over all of them, like I said, but I, I would say I can have a different... Like I can have a, a review of different ones as, as I go on and see. 
especially with the new changes to exotic weapons where you can upgrade your exotic weapons. And that's that's a whole other system, which I haven't seen people upgrade just yet. Like, I haven't seen... Um, I haven't seen people get the material to upgrade to a masterwork uh, exotic. So I hope I hope to see that in the future. Yeah, um, so that does seem pretty cool. Like it would be kind of the thing that might drag some of us back, you know, just to see like just how different it was. And and I think they fixed a lot of the exotics too because there's there's one gun and I forget the exact name of it. Maybe the like Suros regime where you'd kill someone it would make them explode and they would like explode next to other other enemies um but what was happening is the way that it was done is that they were getting like launched back in the air and they were exploding so far away from the other enemies that the desired effect wasn't happening graviton lance it's probably yeah there you the, go that's probably the yeah. one yeah it's so. changed it's changed a lot i can see people using it and you shoot something it explodes <laughs> near them like right there and it'll create a very good uh outcome so yeah, I, I I like to I like to talk a bit more about the exotics uh, once I once I touch them and, and actually feel them out. Um, for now, I just want to see it's a, it's a different grind and that's another grind and it's another way of expressing like your loadout. What is your loadout, Rob? Like, what is your loadout, Andrew? Do you, do you just go for um, warclip coil like for a heavy, or do you you or do you want to use hard light now or something? Mm-hmm. Like, who knows. And that's why that's why that grinds there to get your masterwork now, which is I think it's great. So once I find that out, I'll I'll have more news on that. Um, a lot of different stuff. What else uh, do you What else do you know that what that I can fill in? <laughs> um, th- there's no raid, right? In this there's a one? raid. There's a raid layer, so an added on raid layer. Okay. So what what's the what's the deal behind that? I did hear there was no new raid, and I think people might be getting maybe a little tired of, of Callus and, and, and maybe, uh, either world was the other one. Yeah, I, think I think it, it yeah, was great. I think they still like that one, but I mean, that's, that came out in January. I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're, we're months and months past that now. It feels mm-hmm. like there should be more in-game content. Mm-hmm. So, well, so what's the new raid? Like the new, new raid? raid layer is not going to be released until Friday. So they release this, get everyone ready for it. And then uh, introduce the raid layer like a week after, so that basically everyone can be the the the, the light level needed. Oh yeah. Before unlocking it. So in in Curse of Osiris, you just had to finish the storyline, and then you were light level appropriate. Mm-hmm. In uh, this case, think, no. You, th- you think this one people have to grind a little bit? It'll be a grind. Like... Yeah, I think wow. it'll be a grind. It's already a grind. I'm I only grew like I would say seven light levels on just doing the story and it's remember it's till 385 885 so you went from 335 to 342 yep yeah wow so still yeah i'd figure you probably have to be at 350 ish to start the raid they don't they don't have any as far as i know i hadn't read any patch notes to say what you needed to be so it's going to be a surprise Uh, it might be I mean, who knows? It could be like everyone can get in there with 300, but the prestige is going to be different. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I, we, we have no idea. It's well, going to be Curse, exciting, though. Uh, yeah, in Curse of Osiris, I definitely had flashbacks of uh, Burning Legion, where you know my guild had been raiding like on Courage and Molten Core, and you know all purpled out. And <laughs> the very first thing we kill drops a green that's like <laughs> way better than. Than any of our own garage stuff, and we're just looking at this going, "What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like we spent yeah. all this time." So, so I, I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Okay, is the raid layer, the existing raid layer, and the callus raid, are those going to be ca- like caught up from a light level standpoint with uh, with war mines raid layer? You know, That's are, a good are, question. are you going to be able to go back and do those, or is this now like dead area? It's a good question. I, I, I didn't hover over the raid or i think i'm not going to speculate right now because i i want to know the prestige level light level for for the normal leviathan and eater of worlds versus the other raid layer because if they're not brought up to light level what's the use in doing them right is that is that basically your question mm-hmm. whereas the new one if it is upgraded in light level that's the only one people are going to be doing to get their you know their new gear 
So I would like to take that maybe next week. I can we can answer that uh, more because I'll be doing the raid um, and the milestones because the milestones are still the same. It's, they the milestones will give you powerful gear to raise your light level, and one of the milestones is do a raid, any raid. So okay. you, so in that case, uh, I will update you on that next week. Um, there's a lot of updates. Patch notes are there. Uh, some some really important things that just this is this is just from casually reading uh, people's uh, you know, comments about about the patch is there's heroic there's the heroic strikes now which mm-hmm. feature which feature like different mod rotating rotating modifiers so if you go into a strike there might be different modifiers than the next one you go into something like elemental burn or like um, power weapons do more damage and you, you get more power ammo, something mm-hmm. like that. And they're rotating. It makes it really, really dynamic, makes it fun, makes it more fun. And I've been hearing a lot that the heroic strikes are harder than the nightfalls oh, really? now. Yeah, so yeah, that's th- it's hard like... Because the nightfalls yeah. were always like a test of patience. Yeah, and it was that's hide in that corner and like snipe, what was her name? The witch... <laughs> Like just don't like yep. don't peek your head out because you're just gonna get destroyed. Like that wasn't even really a game. It was just you know, don't get the blown cra- up. Yeah, find the cracks in the geometry and like sniper with you know ice Pretty much. or something. Yeah. So they they did do something along those lines where it, it wasn't that high of a delta because in D one there was a delta. Like you you got hit some you got hit by something elemental burn. You're dead no matter what. This one they're 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 thinking about it more. You know one thing may may kill you, but it's like why it's known. Like melees will kill you, so don't don't get near the person. Just use you know far you know this distance uh, to to kill your enemies. Um, in this case, I I've been watching these heroic runs. And they just requires some teamwork. That's all. They they can get through it. Just requires some teamwork. And the, but and it the is gear different. is is um, uh, good enough to kind of justify the additional run throughs. Well, that's the thing. It's a grind, and that's what people wanted. It is. Mm-hmm. It it'll, it'll be your blues, right? It's okay. not. It's not. The, it's not the legendaries. There's a chance of, of course, an exotic or a legendary mm-hmm. that you might want. But it is the blues that will incrementally get you there where you want to go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that it's that it's that old grind again to to feed your your current whatever you'd like to use as a as a set and you feed it blues to get up in my level. Okay. Yep. So not and not wanting to do like Destiny Two the entire podcast, but we figured we want to give like, you know, proper due diligence because Warmind is kind of a is it it's fair to say that's kind of a make or break release for for Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people will be back if Warmind just really doesn't go off. Yeah, absolutely. It's it was I think it is it is take it is taking a great turn. Um at least Destiny 2 has taken a great turn for the better for PVP and for PvE. There's been a lot of people coming back. I I've been seen in our community. And there's a lot of new people coming in. We've, I, I think it was just last night. We grew 300 members. Uh, probably, probably good to mention too, in case you haven't, that you can go get the, the game on Humble, for was it like twelve dollars? <laughs> yeah, we're giving yeah. that away right now, actually. Are yeah. we? Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, if there was, it's it's at a cost right now. That getting back into it, even if you're just curious as to what all the you know talk was about then you know you've got that available via the the humble deal um so you're able to kind of check that out if you're so inclined now does that include the expansion or is that a, no just okay. just the base game I, that's the reason that's, why it's a little it's a little shady <laughs> I, they should have at least thrown it in and be like hey we're serious about trying to grow this what they're doing is saying here's a game you can't play <laughs> because yeah yeah yep, anyone yep. still playing this has the expansion so pretty much all right so they got him in they saw to pay the expansion cost the, the blood price to, yep. uh, to get in as with all normal mmos i know eh, to an extent um so as i was uh kind of alluding to is you know th- there is a bit of a you know a kind of a turning point right now for destiny 2 um is there has there been any more information on the the summit of important destiny people as far as what was discussed or what can actually you know what? What revelations have come of that? Because it sounded like there's a bunch of just NDAs and no one could talk about stuff, other than they were excited. 
I've been watching some Destiny streamers, the ones that went to the summit. I have not heard of any specifics about what is being released in September, but they all I can all I can hear is that they're excited for it, and there's a new mode that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. uh, these are things that will excite us, but the biggest thing is what will change in PvP to bring it back to Destiny 1, like the TTK, that sort of thing, and, of course, the weapon slots. They've always hinted at this. This is the biggest thing, I think, about all of Destiny and Destiny players is, like, what are these weapon slot changes that they're alluding to? We don't know. So I, I hope to... Maybe the NDA will be lifted. Maybe the NDA was lifted, but they're just not talking about it. I don't know. So I, I hope to have more information about that sooner. Okay. Yeah. The right. uh, last things I want to mention, though, with... with destiny and with our clans is that there are a lot of people joining us i i'm i'm really happy about that because we have a great community of people that i already see like tons of help like helpful people you know thank you thank you for inviting those helpful people uh, or so thank you for um being helpful to those new people and then of course we have uh, you know fire teams ready to to help along the way getting you the to light level that you want and uh, that's all in the Discord. And because I would say, like, like to say this too, because there's been a lot of questions regarding um, clan engrams, and there's a lot of people that just like to join clans to get those rewards. That's not what we're about in the community. We're about getting people together to have great, fun experiences in Destiny. We're not there to to do the clan engrams for you to get the <laughs> to get that loot. Okay. So I would like to invite you to our clan. Our community, pixelpupgaming.com. There's a Discord invite there. It's called Wrath Incarnate. You can join one of our clans, and we'll be happy to game with you. All right? Yeah. yeah I know you said that it's not about the loot, but I got so much loot. From the, from the clan engrams? Yeah. Yeah. Every week I would log in, because I wasn't, you know, even the first couple of weeks I was really playing pretty pretty hardcore. I'd say, you know, 10, 15 hours a week is for me is hardcore. And, yeah, every week I was logging in, I was getting, you know, purples like left and right so they it was, nerfed it was it. a nice for it um probably yeah. for good reason i i got <laughs> most of my i got most of my gear like i was i was sitting around 280 light pretty quick after finishing <laughs> the story mode which is not supposed to happen i don't think so um, yeah they they the the general changes it won't give you power level it'll just get you gear mm -hmm. so if that's yeah. the case. We're, we're focused on people here. Focused on people. And that's, that's and good. that's really, if anything's going to bring it back, it'll be, you know, positive gaming experiences. So, so good on you. And hopefully that is, you know, we see more of that. But I think uh, for anyone that didn't want to hear about Destiny, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that sorry. That you got so much of it. But uh, we'll get into some other things now and, and talk about some other nerd stuff. Do it. And uh, get into it. So, yeah. Um, did you ever, you, you like Batman, right? I like Batman. Did you like Batman, the animated series? You know what? I did. I, I especially liked Batman Beyond, actually, way back yeah. then. A lot of people will say that that's like their favorite Batman, or when they think of Batman, you know, that's really where it comes from. You know, that, that's where Harley Quinn originated. You know, she wasn't from the comics. She was a, a manifestation for the show. Oh. And you look now, she's, you know, one of the more popular characters. Absolutely. So all this backstory that I bring up is to kind of put a spotlight on a new game coming out from IDW Games, uh, Batman the Animated Series board game, uh, Gotham Under Siege. Um, so it's a long name. It is, it is. You probably just call it Gotham Under Siege and or just call it the Batman board game. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure there's others out there, but this one, this one hits the nerd sweet spot because the game design is by the creator of Arkham Horror and the Elder Sign. And if you've not played those, uh, there's a kind of a mixture of investigative puzzle solving as well as some combat. So if you think about Batman and the things that he does is, you know, he's a detective and he's also a ninja. So he'll go through and he'll do these, you know, fighting as well as using his brain. So I hopefully the brain. game will allow you to do kind of those things as well. Um, they haven't Anymore. really... They haven't really given a lot of details on okay. any of this stuff yet, yeah. but they did show the miniatures for it, and they're straight out of the, the cartoon. Ooh. Uh, they showed Harley Quinn. They showed uh, Gordon. Uh, they showed Catwoman. 
And I forgot how great those designs were for that old series. Like, the, it's just like the perfect art uh, where, where there's not a lot of detail, but everything is just so clean. Like, the lines are just so, so nice, you know? It, it's just, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it's the simplicity of it kind of underscores like a, a lot of depth to it, you know? Yeah, so. I, I got I got you. Because yeah, looking back at the animated series, right? It's just, mm-hmm. it it looks so good. Actually, it's still, if you look back it on it, I up. think it looks good. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah, Absolutely. it holds up. If you look in that, at that old X-Men um, cartoon from the 90s, like that is embarrassing to look at. You know, I, haven't even, I haven't gone back and looked, looked at it. Oh, it's <laughs> I, terrible. I probably should. Everyone's got awful haircuts that <laughs> they don't have anymore. And, and whenever they weren't in their uniforms, they're wearing like pink shorts and like Zubas and you know, it's oh, just no. like embarrassing like 90s stuff. Whereas, you know, Batman the Animated Series is always very timeless because it was kind of said like a kind of a 50s type of look. It was probably, you probably could have said it was like Dick Tracy the Animated Series and it would still, you know, fit within that world. So because they, because they went very timeless and very simple with their art style, it allowed for it to kind of transcend, uh, you know, the, 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 the time from when it was, so... Yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying. Like, if you have a miniature of something in X-Men back when, it's not going to look anything like the cartoon. It's going to look like whatever comes out of a comic. It's very gritty, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Whereas this one will look like the animated series, and you're, and you're going to be like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. I, I see what you're saying. And this is almost, like, you're, what you're describing is, like, almost a collector's item for anything Batman. Like, if you mm-hmm. wanted to kind of collect this, all these uh, different things. And, oh... I want to know is Arkham Horror. I've heard of that. Did we did we play it together at one point or we played Elder Sign? Uh, before Elder Sign was it Elder Sign. Okay, if you remember, okay. that's the one where it's the HP um, Lovecraft gods and like the Doom Counter is going on, and after like so many failures, the Doom Counter goes off and the whole world goes away. So you have to like fight the Doom Counter down, depending upon which boss you pull. That was a good. That was a good game. Yeah, it's been a while since we played it, but it's one of those games that it's very replayable, it's very repeatable, and this guy's all about like the modular game style. So this isn't like you put down the board and it's like Monopoly where everything's at the same place. Right. It, it'll change. Your experience will change every time you play. So, And based on the number of characters they showed, I'm sure you're going to see a lot, of, uh, a lot of variety in how to approach the, uh, you know, the different parts of the game. So... I'm extremely hyped for it. Um, I buy a lot of games, and I have a lot of games that I don't even play, but I have them because of like sentimental value or for they're just things that I like. So I've got the Fallout game, I got the Doom game, I've got um, you know Ghostbusters, and while most of those are still in their wrappers, um, I've got this one mainly. Yeah, this one I think we'll we'll get into because of the because of the pedigree of the design of the game and also the fact that it's batman nice i see you're excited about this that's awesome yeah yeah Yeah, despite having a bit of a head cold and being a little low energy i am uh yeah i'm I'm hyped (laughs) for it oh man so all this hype that's around not only fortnite they they increase the hype how would they do that how would they increase the hype on this game that's already hyped well, what's the two biggest things in the universe right now? I know. It's just, it's got to be Marvel. It's got to be. Thanos and Fortnite. <laughs> and and now it's breakdancing Thanos because people are hitting him with the boogie bomb uh, in Fortnite. Yep. So, yeah, yep. Thanos is now a playable character or a playable skin in uh, Fortnite. And he looks great. Have you seen the the art for his his character in Fortnite? I see it. I see it. He looks yeah. really good. It's it is really good. Precise. It, it looks just like him um, from the from the comic. Um, not so much the Josh Brolin variation in in the movie, um, but where they're having a lot of fun with it is not only is he a skin, but he also does all the emotes and everything else. So they've got him doing <laughs> break dancing and like the soldier boy dance and all sorts of things you wouldn't expect to see thanos doing you'd think like well how can we make this more of a meme and there it is just put it in fortnite there you go mm-hmm. and now it's very popular 
uh there's just something about the colors too like about fortnite i keep keep, keep noticing about fortnite it still looks so good it still looks so good on a yeah, fortnite is going to be one of those games that will you can play for years because because the art style is the way it is like if you look at you know something like um like um wow right like mm-hmm. wow's got kind of, like it looks a little dated but it's also like 15 years old i know and and know. it still looks playable despite being 15 now i've done i know they've done some graphic updates and everything but for the most part it's, it's the same as same aesthetic same yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And I can and see this. I see this. See this being the same thing. I can see yeah. And if you go back and look at EverQuest or even EverQuest Two that came out, you know, a little bit after that, it looks like garbage. It looks like hot garbage compared <laughs> to. It. So I don't yeah. know what it is about the way these games. We thought they looked so awesome, and then now they don't. And then simple games like WoW, you know, still look good. And Fortnite's utilizing that same strategy. PUBG, I think, isn't going to age very well. It already isn't a very pretty game. It's um, a good point. It's like a really good point. They have to change the architecture and the way that the art style completely looks if they wanted to upgrade it. Whereas Fortnite, you just upgrade maybe the textures, but the same same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I can definitely see that. So yeah, Fortnite still hot, still the hotness, and even the more the hotness. Um, nothing more to say about that, honestly. <laughs> um, well, who's next? You know, what's the next? thing in Fortnite. that's true who who's next right it was they did john wick too like it, it's they? just they oh, did they do did john wick guy, right no they oh, did yeah, yeah, actually yeah, they did john w- they put john wick in there it's like oh, that's wow. great wow like what, what yeah what else is next what's what's the next big big thing uh, in our culture i would think well, i don't think anyone needed promotion of thanos and infinity war i mean it's it's on track to be the you know, the biggest, in fact, it is the, so a little bit of a follow-up from last week is it is the second largest second weekend of all time, only second behind the force awaken. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, so their first opening weekend, it is the largest first opening weekend and yeah. it's the second largest second weekend only behind uh, force awakens and only by like a million dollars. It's they're super close to each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> this thing has legs. Um, it, it's going to, uh, it, it's going to make its money. Um, there'll be a nonstop avalanche of this type of stuff. Lunch boxes, up. you know, the whole the whole thing. Action yeah. figures. Fortnite. So <laughs> yeah. So Fortnite. You know, there's no. I mean, who knows who paid who to get Thanos in there? I'm, I'm assuming Marvel probably gave the license or or allowed because I'm sure you got to pay to get the Thanos skin. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. who who else would you want? I mean, I'm thinking the obvious ones like Deadpool, right? Like, I think people would go crazy over a, a Deadpool. They'd go crazy. They would. I think yeah. they would. And it could be it could be an entire like team too if they did. I knew they're thinking about doing a Deadpool team. What was that called? It was the was it a team that he put together? I forget. Yeah. So in the movie, he put together X Force. He didn't really put it together. But there's also Team Deadpool. Okay. And, Team Deadpool is just a bunch of Deadpools. Like, <laughs> right. There's like like a, a floating head Deadpool. Like it's just him in the mask. Oh my gosh. And then there's like Mrs. Deadpool or Lady Deadpool. And it's just a Lady Deadpool. And there's like a Deadpool dog or something. I, for, I forget all the different ones, but it's just, it's very tongue in cheek. You know, Deadpool's always kind of wacky and crazy. And if they ever go as wacky as it gets in the comics, no one will watch the movie because it'll just be too ridiculous. <laughs> But I All think right. he, he would make sense in Fortnite. I think he would. Yeah, yeah. that's my guess. If if anyone's going to show up or who's going to be next, I'll put some money on on uh, Deadpool. Maybe Kratos. That'd uh, be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, kind of breaking the fourth wall there, though, right? Although I guess Thanos does, too. I, I just not sure I'd ever see Kratos use a gun. That's true. That's true. That's true. But with ha- with that not with that hotness, and I I played a little bit more of it, not too much more because of the release of War of Warmind. But what's odd, and this is this is maybe a mentality thing, or maybe a sense of age and and how busy we are. But I sat I sat down in this chair, and I said I wanted to play God of War 
but I just couldn't do it because it's like action and like I just didn't have the energy to to really get into it. So guess what I did? My wife was like has been playing Stardew Valley. I was like, why don't I just try Stardew Valley? Guess what? Oh, no. I'm playing Stardew Valley <laughs> and I love it. It's an amazing game. It's I'm a great Stardew Valley instead of God of War. I so know. I know. Ten out of ten. I and know. Stardew Valley, I guess, is too. Are you guys doing the the multiplayer? No, I don't. It's not. It's in beta still. So okay. So you didn't get into that. I th- I figured maybe that was what would. Um... I was getting ready for. I think me and her will will do a a run of multiplayer. It'd be it'd be a lot of fun. But I just want to try because it, it seemed relaxing and it it's exactly what it is. It's it's very relaxing. Very relaxing yeah. game. Well, I've, um, yeah, we didn't really talk about like what each other have been playing over the past week, and yeah. I haven't been playing a lot of stuff, but um, I did break out the the Switch and was going to play some more um, uh, Breath of the Wild, which I'm you know probably a quarter of the way through, and and I definitely like the game and maybe even love the game. It's 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 really really good, but as I was navigating over to Breath of the Wild, I I saw Golf Story. And I decided nice. to play Golf Story for a few hours. I could have been making some great progress in Breath of the Wild, but instead I, you know, made some progress in Golf Story. So I'm not alone. The Golf Story is very alone. relaxing too. Very relaxing yeah. too. Yeah. Fun, fun game. Mm-hmm. So that's Sometimes what, what we've been playing. Is the fun as opposed exactly. to the, you know, because God of War is God of War is a rewarding experience to play, but it's also kind of stressful. It is. It and, is. And when you're sitting there, you're fighting and you're feeling dumb because maybe like a puzzle's not quite working out for you. You know, you're looking at yourself going, oh, what am I doing wrong? And sometimes you just need to go dig a plant. <laughs> sell sell it for some, some cash money. Yeah. 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 I yeah, agree. Buy, pet pet, pet some chickens. from the seed store. Pet some chickens, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally agree. So that's what we've been playing, right? Yeah. 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 That's uh, that, that wraps it up for me, but. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I've been at uh, this week. But yeah, I get you. It seems I almost feel like I'm really neglecting God of War. <laughs> I should yeah. I should spend more time. Yeah, I should too. And I think you've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins too. Back when I'm not sure if you finished that or not. No, no, it's currently waiting for me. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, was I forgot his name. B something like Banak or something like that. He's just sitting there waiting for me, you know, looking mm-hmm. out. All right, L- looking we... up into the sky, waiting for me to come back and have him kill more people. What we know is there's never, there's, there's always, there's always, sorry, there's always enough content out there for us, nerd content, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I wish some plugs, some plugs for our community is pixelpubgaming.com. You can go to the website. There's a lot of information in there. You can even listen to the latest podcast that we have right on the front page. Um, also, regarding our Destiny 2 clan, Wrath Incarnate, there's a link there. to a link to all of our clans, which ones are open, so you can just join right away. They're all open. Uh, we have World of Warcraft. We're ramping up because Battle for Azeroth is coming out very soon. It's coming out, out in August, and we are, are ramping up for that. We're going to be all about that getting a mythic raid team heroic raid teams some normal raid teams pvp pve you name it we'll be there um and some, a bunch of other games we've been doing some micro server games like arc this story of rust we have minecraft that sort of thing get people involved in some other games so yeah join us discord discord invites on there pixelpubgaming.com nice nice so um, as we do around this time i have uh kind of wrapping it up with a comic review um, figured I would uh, jump into that, but did you have any other uh, gaming news that you wanted to dig into, or you think we're ready to wrap it up? That was all the gaming stuff, and yeah, we can definitely wrap it up with your comic. Always, always glad to hear that. Yeah, well, you know, I try to mix it up a little bit so that I'm not always just, uh, you know, hey, here's my Marvel or here's my, you know, artsy whatever comic. So, uh, although this week I did go kind of artsy, I um. I read a uh, book called Mystery Society. Um, if you haven't heard of it, that's probably because there was only five issues ever made. Uh, not not that they printed five issues, but they you know they made five five issues one two three four and five. Uh, this was done by IDW Publishing, and it was uh, free to read with the Comicsology Unlimited app, and it 
had a bit of a marquee placement and it looked kind of interesting. The, um, you know, the cover was this, uh, this guy, uh, sitting on a kind of a high back chair and a, uh, and kind of a, um, his, well, ultimately his wife, but kind of a hot girl kind of leaning, uh, next to him kind of in a, like, posed in such a way that they were it, it reminded me of like the old avengers if you know what i'm talking about from like from from britain um where they were basically like gentlemen type of people okay. and they would like solve crimes and stuff All and right. there was then there was a skull superimposed on the back so it was this mm. really cool looking like interesting art style and and i could tell right off the bat that that was fiona staples art um so mm this was kind of hitting my sweet spot because it looked mysterious. It was named mystery society. And <laughs> I could tell the artist is one of my favorite artists, um, uh, Fiona Staples. So I went ahead and borrowed it and checked it out and, um, uh, getting into it a little bit. So here's, here's the pedigree is, uh, Steve Niles is the, is the writer and he is most known for writing, um, a comic series called 30 days of night, uh, which they ultimately made into a, a movie series. It was about the, um, the vampires in Alaska where the, the night, you know, lasts all day long. So he had written that. And then uh, of course, Fiona Staples, who I'll, I'll keep bringing up over and over again. Uh, she's most famous for her art on saga. And she's actually won some of like the Eisner awards and stuff for, you know, just being in such a progressive book. Um, so the art's great and the story is kind is fun, uh, which is a little different for Steve Niles because he's really more of a horror writer. So this was this was two artists and, and you know, I'm putting the writer as an artist uh, branching out and trying something different. So the storyline starts off with a guy named Nick Hammond and his wife Anastasia Collins. Uh, they're a husband and wife team. And uh, they had a, a bookstore that revolved around uh, things that were mysterious, like Area 51 or like some supernatural things. And they end up winning the lottery and becoming super wealthy. And they decided to spend their time kind of uncovering and debunking these mysteries. And they're joined by a couple of other uh, characters. Um, uh, Secret Skull uh, is a girl that was bitten by a ghoul and turned into a dead girl. Um, okay. And she's, she kind of hangs around with them. Uh, there's also a robot that has a writer's brain uh, in a jar kind of sitting on top of his head. Uh, very steampunk looking. And uh, he, he has a lot of funny quips and jokes. And, and he says, uh, you know, he, he has a line in there about uh, he's investigating and, and saying, you know, hey, if you think of anything else, you know, call this number. It goes directly to my brain. <laughs> so there, there's some funny lines and, and quips in there. And then there's also a mysterious pair of twins that were kept hidden in a military base uh, for over 50 years. And as the story opens, it's Nick Hammond, you know, the main character, uh, breaking into this uh, military installation and fighting his way through a bunch of military guys and, you know, and, uh, and rescuing these, uh, these twins. And what happens from there is a, uh, a series in which the military is chasing them, trying to get the twins back. And they're, they're still, you know, out there solving, you know, solving some mysteries and working on other things. Now, the problem is, is it ended at five issues. They didn't continue it, uh, did not pick up any, any further. So, Unfortunately, if you read it and you really, really like it and you get invested in it, uh, you're done. You, yeah. You can't go okay. any further. And because of that, it felt really, really sad at the end because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get any more of the storyline. Now, with that, another thing is that in five issues, it's really tough to world build enough that you can really justify all this craziness that's going on around them. And because of that, I don't think it's uh, really worth the time to read unless you're a fan of either Steve Niles or Fiona Staples, or you just really like the weird stuff. And and if that's the case, give it a try. I think you'll like it because it's unique enough and interesting enough that 
it'll keep your attention. But if you're really looking for like the next big series to invest some time in, you're not going to find it here. So that makes uh, sense. great characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And fun world building. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 due to the brevity. Uh, if it was an ongoing series, it might be much higher, like eight or nine, even um, just because I could see them going in a lot of fun ways. So I've been, I just because you mentioned Fiona Staples a lot, I went ahead and just Googled it, and there was a pre, there's a preview of Saga, and I've been looking at it. Um, this artwork is amazing. It's I don't know what it is. It's like cell shaded, but just very detailed, um, very, you know, very very lifelike um, art, art art style, and I like it. Yeah, very she's got like a it. great art style now. I will tell you that Saga is a uh, art style that is, uh, or it, it's a series that is very mature, and you have to be ready for that. <laughs> so, you know, there there is things like nudity, and and there's certainly uh, some mature themes in there. Uh, she did also do the art on uh, Archie, so there's some Archie comics with with her art that follows that you know that similar that similar style. Uh, if I you see that. To give that I see that one. I see that one too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and uh, she has done some Batman and Superman stories too. So if you really want to get like a different view or a different perspective on uh, what these characters might look like, um, you know, she she's done it. It's, it just looks absolutely. Yeah, I love her art style, and uh, she's so underrated because normally you don't hear about female artists in the comic world. Usually, it's the you know the the big the big names. And then I and then I went ahead and just clicked on her Wikipedia. She's won a lot of awards as well, so mm-hmm. yeah, good on her. Um, awesome, appreciate always appreciate the comic reviews. As comic books and and everything are growing, I think definitely people are going to be more more accepting to just what what's the new comic coming out? Or what's what's an old one that I can get into? For me, I, it's just finding the time to to go it go and get into it. But I I'm always going to like go for your your suggestions if anything because i don't know where to start like where do you start in comic books if you oh, were to even start and i don't think there's like you know and, and i know that was probably a rhetorical question but just to you know if i'm giving some advice to someone on hey you know i'm interested in trying something new the world of comics is so large and it's it's like saying hey i like i want to try video games what video games should i try <laughs> you, you really have to kind of qualify that with some of the some of the yeah. things um, so I would, what I would suggest is, uh, you can, you can get a, uh, comiXology unlimited and not to show it. They don't give us anything for this. We don't, you know, we're not affiliated in any way, but there is, there's a free trial for like two weeks, I think, or 30 days, uh, for comiXology unlimited. Um, just, you can sign up for that and, and read hundreds of different comics, um, and, and see which ones you like. Uh, what's nice about Comixology is that if you, it does the kind of Netflix system where if you read something and you like it, you give it like, you know, a thumbs up. And oh, if you great. Like it, you give it a thumbs down. So, you know, read something, rate it one way or the other. Like, read like a Spider Man. And like, if you like the Spider Man, give it a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, give it a thumbs down. And then it'll recommend something to you. And, and the thing is, maybe in time, you know, after a couple of, ep- uh, couple of issues, it'll start understanding like what you're actually looking for and, you, and you'll start growing into you know what would be a fun you know series to read that's awesome i didn't know that comicsology had comicsology had that yeah that's you know i used to go to the comic stores when i was younger and, and buy the physical ones but because of you know just life getting in the way it's and and the storage demands of having so many comics it's really difficult to do that that's true yeah um, but i have a tablet and the tablet <laughs> all the comics so yeah you, you could just do it that way um but yeah if you were looking for some recommendations from me um i would say if you're into a more mature uh series uh saga is a is a fantastic series and shows you how artistic comics can be um if you're looking for something that might be a little less provocative um i'll give you another brian k vaughn that's the writer of, of saga uh, is why the last man and it's just the letter y um and that's about the last man on earth and his struggles to survive because you know to keep the population going you know there's things that have to occur 
Um, despite it having mature undertones, it never really gets into too much uh, of the naughty stuff. Um, okay. But it is, it's okay. a very good, you know, fun series to read. And if you're looking for just like kind of crazy um, superhero stuff, uh, Atomic Robo is my go-to. And it's it's like Atomic Robo and his team of like science adventures, adventurers, and they like fight villains with science. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he has like flash like so Atomic Robo. The his whole thing is that he's like a couple hundred years old. Like he was built by like you know back in the eighteen hundreds or something, and he's been just surviving this whole time. And they they like show these like montages where he'll be like in a intellectual feud with uh like nikola tesla or like he's like edison's such a dick <laughs> so that's why yeah they do they do a lot of a lot of fun stuff where they kind of play with time and and all that so atomic robo is another one so those are just the three that i would throw out there there there's as many comics as as grains of sand on on the earth right <laughs> yeah so it's a good point where yeah, try to figure. And and of course, if anyone can reach out to you, where can they reach you if they want more comic book or even just just in general? What's nerd? What 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 nerd stuff do you like, Rob? How where can they reach you? Yeah, um, uh, you can call me on my home phone number at (laughs) At... uh, uh, hit me up on the Discord in the the We Talk Nerd uh, podcast channel. I'm uh, I'm always keeping tabs on it. I may not answer right away. especially with the way you know with work demands and all that but i if you ask a question or you or you say something in there i will always uh, uh find a way and uh and reach out to you so um so yeah any discussions that go on in there i'm certainly uh going to respond to i'd like to maybe see about like a comics channel like to kind of foster some of that but i'm not uh i'm not on enough to justify that like we can say, we, like, think, okay, we can suggest conversations. It. We can but we can do a an suggestion. Anime channel. Yeah. yeah, you kind of figure there yeah. might be like a room for a comics place. Yeah, we can suggest it, and then people are say, "Yeah, well, we we will be into it." We can do an opt-in channel. Very possible. Right. So, cool. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. So that's all the time we have today. Yeah, give us some feedback. We appreciate it. Like, subscribe. That's the sort of thing. Um, that's our time we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See you later. Bye.